welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the show. It's the Beyond Belief Podcast. This is your host, Bill, and I am joined with Alan. <laughs> What's happening? What's up, buddy? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I, don't I should walk around and say I don't even know. I don't it's even all good. Know. Yeah, it is good. Uh, had some great conversation already this morning. It's afternoon now or noonish, our time. Uh, and just really talking about a lot of stuff. We've <clears> talked for like three hours and recorded for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, it's cool. You wanted to talk about uh, a topic. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, actually, um, you know, we need to not only be the example, you know, we need to be the solution for bridging the gap between. Um, that's people, a good point. People that believe and people that don't believe. And not only that, we need to, we need to have unity within the body of Christ, within the believers. I'm not saying blending religions or anything like that. Um, it needs to be where we are all Christ-centered, yeah. having Christ-centered relationships with Christ and um, with our, I mean, between, between each other. I think we get caught up. You and I have dabbled in this many times, distractions and, and things that don't lead to Christ. Like, I think a lot of that happens. You know, we, we've had discussions about this quite a bit. Uh, I think more people, if they would talk about their relationship with God, could encourage people to have that relationship with God. Absolutely. Uh, iron sharpens iron. And I'd yeah. ask you earlier, you yep. know, if, would it be any different? Would your walk be any different now? Had I not stood by you when you no longer went to that church? Yeah, I think it would be different. How yeah. So? Well, I don't, I don't want to be presumptuous. Like right. and neither one of us can, you know, we can't say definitely. <laughs> yeah. That no we definitive. would know. No, I, we are very persuasive people, not you and I people in general, right. Our wives can lead us to do things or not do things just based <laughs> on a response. Right. No, yeah. I mean, I just, we're very, you know, you, we can become persuasive as much as we want to say, you know, we're not, we're not followers and stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean you follow somebody. You just, you know, you, you take a suggestion, you're like, wow, that was really good. And now right. that seed, what, whatever it is, has been planted. Right. Uh, you know, if, if, if drinking was so bad and horrible, I never would have done it. Right. But as far as the encouragement thing. So when you, when you asked that at the time, you and I had already had encouraging conversations. We had already developed this uh, likeness that we talked about our relationship with God all the time. So the answer is yes, it was an encouragement because it was already in, encouraging me right in that direction. I wasn't getting that encouragement somewhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like, like would my brother been, encouraged my walk, but he wasn't here to encourage it every day. Would it, <clears throat> would have you been discouraged if I did not take that stand? 
I can't. Those are those are the hard things, right? Okay. Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't you, you know, know because that didn't you happen. Know. I got you. Okay. You you, you know was, what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd have to hypothesize, well, if I did and and then it didn't. All I can yeah. say is based on my experience with who I am, yeah. If I hadn't been encouraged, then I might have been discouraged. Okay. Because there's a lot of times I look back on my past, you know, and it's like if you encourage somebody that's doing a great job, they do a better job. Right. It's not, or sometimes they slack off because they've been motivated a lot and now they think they don't have to work as hard, right. but that wasn't my personality. Exactly. Um, no, I just, I, I just really believe that we need to be more encouraging Yeah. Um, between not only the people that we know, but everyone, I mean, people that we don't know, just saying, you don't know how much of an impact just saying hello to someone or opening the door for them or, yeah. or whatever can have on a person, um, you know, and well, either, even if it doesn't, I think we're called and commanded to, yeah, to be that way. I think if we go out and, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not ex- as good as, as I want to be at talking to people about my faith, right? Nor am I, uh, People that I'm close to or you and I sitting here, it's a little easier than if we were in front of an audience of 80 right? uh, having that converse. I think we could do it, but it's not, it doesn't come as easily as you and I talking about this throughout the day and then doing a podcast about it or talking about it for a few hours. What happens for me is I start to think, you know, when I run by that person at the grocery store and I'm like, man, you know, they look like they're struggling. Maybe I should find an, an, a way in to talk to them about right. a relationship with Christ. And then, then that moment goes by and I'm like, hey, whatever. And that doesn't make it right. It just means I'm horrible right. because I walk past it and I'm like, man, I know I should have talked to that person. Right. Absolutely. And I don't. Or, or my wife's like, hey, you should go. And just because she made the suggestion, I don't like it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm not, nah, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, cause you're telling me to like, That's I want to do it on my own. Yeah. I got you. And I'm being yeah, funny about it, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when they call you out on it yeah, and you're like, I wasn't prepared, prepared for that. Exactly. You're, you're like, yeah, you, you kind of feel bad because it wasn't your idea. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I got feel like I got called out. Did you know? Um, well, I'm sure you do. I don't but, know about uh, that. You know, Jesus was amazed twice in the Bible. And um, one was for. I did not know that, by the it, way. It was it was twice because the one time was the centurion, the Roman, the, the soldier yep. that mm-hmm. sent his servant to um for Jesus to come and heal his other servant or right. you and know. he said he wasn't worthy. Yeah. He said he wasn't worthy. Um, and he was he, amazed by his face. He just said, yeah, just say the word that he will be healed. And he's he, and he was amazed at, at his faith, but then he was also amazed another time for lack of faith. Yeah. You know, and I just think that um, we, we all, all the followers of Christ um, need to unite and proclaim our faith for all to see and hear. Yeah. I look back. I mean, I know we oversay this or overdo it. I look back all the time every day and I'm like, man, I failed. Yeah. I failed. And it's not even the profession of faith, like actually going out and talking to people about my faith. It's where I fail. Even 
singularly by myself. Like right. I might just be, might just do something and fail at it, uh, by not having enough faith. And I'm like, man, I really should have had more faith in that. Right. Yeah. I agree. And I think that's, um, I think that's one of the disconnects that we talk about all the yeah. time Yeah, is, you know, it's one thing to say, yeah, I believe God will, you know, Jesus came for my salvation and he's going to save me, you know, uh, and I'm going to be safe for eternity. I'm going to spend time with him. But, you know, and I've said this before, but we get stressed out when, you know, we're thinking about, well, how's the electric bill going to get paid this month? Or, yeah. you know, um, you have to work at a job that you don't like just because you can't see any way, you know, out of that and still survive. Um, there are so many instances of faith. And actually, I've brought up George Mueller many times. And... You know, if if you want to learn something, you learn from someone that has done it. That's better than you at it or whatever. And um, he actually has a book. I haven't I haven't read the whole thing, but it's um, I believe it's called Answers to Prayer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'll find out. He um, he had like thousands of prayer answered prayers. So he's the guy to, to actually uh, follow. You know, it's a good example. Yeah. Great example. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up later and, and try to provide, a uh, an answer or I'll, prov- I'll provide the actual title to the book. Okay. There's, you know, this is going to be a horrible story and not even a story, but my, so my brother and I were, we're twins. Uh, that is horrible. Story. The only, I knew you would say something. The only reason I bring that up is, is not, uh, not for any other reason than that when <laughs> he's kind of cut of the same cloth as me. Like he, he stresses about stuff unnecessarily. Anyways, my point is I see a lot of things that he does and I'm like, wow, I look like that. Don't I? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I be, I respond that way because if, yeah. if I, it, you know, if I had another brother that may be older or younger, we may not respond to the things the same way because of our upbringing. Anyways, uh, you know, I, he does stress about some things and this isn't negative. We all have our, our things that, that, uh, we either stress about, worry about, uh, whatever. My point to it is when I see that, I think to myself, uh, because I behave the exact same way. Like when he, I'll, I'll talk to him. We talk several times a day. He'll be in traffic and he'll be like, what is this guy doing? (laughs) Like, you know, and he, and it's not very animated. I can just tell like it's now distracted him. So I'll catch myself when I'm driving somewhere and I'm like, man, what is this? Oh, geez. I sound just like my brother. Right. But it's not the fact that I'm complaining about something. It's, it's the fact that I've taken my eyes off Jesus. Right. Like it, it's not the fact that I sound like a complaining spirit or a frustrated spirit or a worried spirit. It's that I'm not focusing my attention on Christ. Right. And to me, if more people just had the opportunity or the presence to talk about, if we just talked more about our relationship with God or having a Christ-centered marriage or Christ-centered family or Christ-centered friendship. Uh, man, dude, I can't, I, I just can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, I can well, imagine, but actually, I, I wonder why we don't. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I think we all need to, uh, 
grow our faith and encourage others by um, our faith, our interactions with other people, by our caring for other people, for listening to people. I've, yeah. I've had a hard time of listen, for listening to people. What did um, you say? I've had a long time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, because I said that incorrectly. Um, I've had a hard time listening to people for a long time um, because I had my own. I was one of those guys that while you were telling me something, I was thinking of my response yeah. already. Yep. So I think, you know, we just need to be, um, that's not encouraging at all. No. When you're sitting there and no. somebody's trying to tell you something and you're like, you're just edging the button. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, whatever. You're like, Oh, Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Check yeah. out what I did. Exactly. So that's <laughs> not encouraging, but, um, it being encouraging as a Christian, so this is one of those things that this is why I think too much being encouraging as a Christian is different than being encouraging as a friend, right? You can encourage somebody as a friend and you know, Hey, if you need help move and call me, I'll give you a hand. Right. Being encouraging as a Christian should have much more depth to it yeah. than a friendship. Yeah. I mean, it can include being a friend, right? But it should have more depth to it because ultimately their soul is what's at the front of it. Like, right the eternity for their soul. And absolutely. a lot of times we only look at things in front of us here on this earth. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually why I wanted to bring this topic up <laughs> as far as being an encouragement and the unity, uh, like I said, not melting the, the religions together, but you know, and, and I've said it many times, um, the body of Christ are all the believers. It doesn't matter what denomination or what church they go to or, no. or whatever it's followers of Christ. And we all need to be encouraging to each other as well as encouraging to the people well, that, that are unbelievers at this point. Right. It's just to be just for clarifications, believers that have placed their faith in Jesus Christ on Jesus Christ. Right. It's like you said, even the devil believes that God he, exists. Yeah. He even believes in Jesus, but the right. devil doesn't believe on Jesus. Right. And, yeah. and when we say on believing on something is placing everything you have in that. Yeah. Uh, and that for us as believers, it's Jesus Christ. Right. We, even though we've never seen Jesus walk the earth, we haven't seen his miracles performed by him in person. But we believe, based on what we read in the Bible, uh, that Jesus Christ existed on the earth as man and exists now as right. God. And the actually the assurance that I have <clears throat> is, is I, you, I yeah. read that in the Bible. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus, and it says in there, Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, and when I stopped grieving the Holy Spirit and actually yeah. started listening to the Holy Spirit, I knew that everything in the Bible could be trusted. Yeah. Yeah. When I put my faith and trust in Christ and I've told this story before, uh, it was, I mean, it was immediate. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, and I'm not talking about the Holy spirit because that did take me a while to open myself up to listening. Right. Uh, cause I'm a knucklehead. Yeah. But originally when I, when I, when I said, listen, I, I, and I said, when I say, listen, I'm not talking about, 
saying, hey, listen to Jesus or God. I'm talking about to me as a, as an idiot. <laughs> when I decided to tell myself to step aside and quit trying all this on my own yeah, and let God have it truly. I mean, you have, there's people that'll say, I'm just going to give it to God. And they don't, they still have a yeah. finger wrapped around it or a hand or, right. you know, Oh, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I was just like, I would pray to God to help me with something or take this from me or whatever the case may be, but it didn't happen in my time frame. Yeah. It didn't happen how I thought it would yeah. or whatever. And I would take it back. So, but now I have realized that when I give it to God and let him work it out, it works out so much better than I could have planned or even imagined. It's hard to, it's, it's hard to say you'll step aside for God's will if you don't really do it, if you yeah. don't, I have, I remind myself because I'm human, right? I'm human and human nature wants to take over and, and, and Bill wants to be involved in the fix, but I've realized the more, and this is what I'm talking about. The instantaneous part. When I said to myself, uh, I can't do this anymore. Right. Like I'm failing. Right. I failed. I failed miserably. I can't do it anymore. For me, it was desperation on my end because I wasn't, there's nothing else I could do. I've already screwed it up. Right. Right. So for me, desperation was the push I needed, the encouragement. Right. Uh, as horrible as that sounds, desperation brought me to God. It brought me to put my faith and trust in him instead of myself in the world. And I, and there was immediacy to it. I mean, I mean, I'm talking like, Okay, today, not like, hey, tomorrow I'll start this diet. It was today. Right. Like, stop doing the things you're doing that are screwing, is screwing your life up and pulling you away from God and start your relationship with them right now because that's the only way it's going to work. And, right. and a lot of people, it doesn't work the same way. Like, they don't, they won't set aside their entire bit of time. For me, it just happened that way. Not just happened, it happened that way because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but when it happened like that, I made myself available. Right. I said enough, like I've enough. Now I still don't do it right. There's still things I hold on to and I'm, and I'm still an idiot about, but for that big change, uh, and, and the reason I'm saying this as an encouragement, because you have to realize that you have to step aside from yourself, you know, die to yourself daily. Yeah. You have to, in order to let Christ take over, in your life, you have to let go of yourself. And I was holding on too tight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, what struck me is, is actually how I got to this point of I want to have this conversation was um, in Luke 10 2, you know, Jesus said, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest harvest. And that struck me as we need to encourage yeah. more people, um, not by only our words and our deeds, but, you know, just by living the Bible and, um, and showing people that the Bible can be trusted because we need more laborers, there, there are so many people, especially right now, we've talked about this so many times. It just seems like there's such a shift right now. There's such a movement happening that um, 
we all need to just be united and, and help people establish that relationship with Jesus. Our labor for Christ is us serving him. Yeah. Because of our salvation. That's our labor. A lot of you hear labor and people are like, oh, geez, I don't want anything to do with that. Sounds like work. Right. But our labor is our, is our service to him because he, he died for our sins to reconcile us with God. I mean, right. But it, it, it gets so desensitized when we talk about Jesus dying on the cross, the cross has almost become the symbol of, of, uh, Christianity in a positive way. It's a, it's a crucifixion, right? Like we shouldn't look at a cross and not think about God die, or Jesus dying on the Christ of uh, the cross. Like right. we shouldn't look at it that way, but I look at things and I'm like, you know, it has become jewelry and it's become, uh, just this thing that's become so, uh, desensitized that when we look at a cross, we look at it as, a an ornament. Right. And, and but I, not, but I, yeah, but I think they're and like Kelly, Kelly is one of them, you know, um, he, he gives out the cross necklaces. Um, but that's a reminder. Exactly. Exactly. When it's right. used in that way, when right. it's used as a reminder, yeah. definitely. But I know exactly what you're saying. There are a lot of people that it's their, um, it was like a token. Yeah, exactly. Or, or an embellishment. Of they something. don't, they don't use it as a remembrance. <clears throat> There's people that have, uh, and this it sounds horrible. Cause we say there's people that do this and it's not, it's not pitting one against the other. It's just realizing that there's people out there that have no idea, uh, what the cross right. symbolizes. Right. They use it. What I meant by this whole thing, and I don't apologize for anything. I'll make corrections when they're necessary. So Alan, but what I'm, what I'm getting at with the cross is people will use the cross to associate it with Christianity, but they don't understand that the cross means that God sent his son in the form of man to die on the cross for our sins. Right. They don't understand that part. They don't, a lot of people will use the cross, but never look at it for, for salvation. Right. I mean, I'm I'm not saying as a key to salvation, I'm just saying the, the reference it makes for salvation. Right. Yeah. Uh, And that's what I get. uh, What's the new term? Stirred up. Yeah. Stirred. We got to use stirred now. I love what Kelly does with it. The cross, if you, man, if you accept that cross as a, and I'm thinking, you know, it, it brings me joy inside when somebody accepts that, when he hands it to them and explains the gospel of Jesus Christ and they take that, that's what it means to them. Yeah. Because he gave it to them with that reference. Yeah, exactly. With, With that definition. Yeah. You know, not, not just because some cool looking thing that somebody picked up somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Man. You're like, geez, you got, you got we talked about up. being an encouragement. Yeah. Listen, go get it now. <laughs> right. the encouragement. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, we just need to be sowers of the word, you know, because the yeah. closer I walk with Jesus and allow the Holy Spirit to lead, um, you know, for me, it I, before I I didn't think about sin. I just did whatever I was going to do. You know, yeah. it was I didn't I didn't make any effort to. Your desires were different. Yeah, my desires were my desires. Right. Um, when I when I placed the Holy Spirit in in front of everything, and I actually started listening to Him. Um, you know, is it, 
like today, I can't say immediately when I first, you know, received my salvation. Um, but today it's kind of like, I have to consciously, um, grieve or not listen to the Holy spirit. You know, it's kind oh, it's of like more evident now. Yeah, exactly. Way more evident before it's like, I was just doing my own thing or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like, okay. I, yeah. You know, I'm telling the Holy spirit. Yeah. I know, I know it's bad, but I want to do it. You know, it's, I mean, it's less and less now, but there's still times, you know, you say something that you shouldn't say the Holy spirit's like, yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. And you're like, and you, you know, I mean, it's as quick as your thought. My, my reference to that, this, I'm sure, you know, I'm glad my wife doesn't admit to listening to these. Uh, yeah, she probably wouldn't talk to you anymore. She'll say something like, I didn't mean, uh, for that to hurt your feelings. And I'll say, yeah, but you didn't mean for it not to. Right. Yeah. It's the same. And the only reason I bring that up, not, I'm sorry, Ashley. <laughs> the only reason you I just said you don't apologize. The only nah, she she it's, doesn't. It's different. I got you. But the Holy Spirit is the same way. Before, if we weren't listening to it, we were listening to ourselves. And now, if we're listening to the Holy Spirit, guess what? We're not listening to exactly. We're not putting ourselves in the front of it. And we've said this a gazillion times. And I know I hate when I hear myself say we've said this before, but it's true. If you're not putting God at the front of everything in your life, other things take that place. Yeah. And it, and it is so hard, man. It is so hard. It is to uh, push away some of that stuff with, if you don't. Absolutely. Because every space is going to be occupied by yep. something. It's yep. either going to be occupied yep. by <laughs> a relationship with Jesus or it's yep. going to be occupied with the thousand things we could say. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that just, it's infinite. Um, and I, I guess, you know, the thing that I really want to, to, uh, stress in this is I just, I want to be an encouragement, um, to other people to man, Luke, the book of Luke has helped me tremendously. There's so much in there and there's so many, there's so many promises that God makes within that. Um, And I want to encourage people to just study Luke and, and to grow their faith. Yeah. You know, like I mentioned George Mueller earlier, Um, you know, I want to read his book, but you know, he tells how to um, have answered prayer because a lot of people pray, but it's vain. It's, it's based on what they want. And, Oh, I I was there. Um, but when I pray for God's will and I let him move the way he wants, um, it's just so much sweeter. Yeah. I watched this thing, uh, the other day, actually, before I went on this trip, I watched this thing and it was, I, I think it was, it was like a comedy type thing. Uh, maybe you sent it to me anyways. I watched this thing where this guy just kind of did like a, like a skit where he was being funny, but the funny, the, the part that he was trying to make funny is that people will ask, will, will ask God for something for their benefit. Right. Not for God's benefit. Right. They ask for, and it, and it's hard, man. It's, I sit there sometimes and I'll start to pray and I'm like, Ooh, like, who am I praying for? Right. Like I, it's all about, you know, even in getting here and I'll try to make it clear. 
So I'll pray and give thanks for all the stuff that, that, uh, God did for me. And even though I'm being thankful, I realize that in my prayer, it's only about me. Right. And I'm not praying about other people and I'm not putting myself aside. God knows what he's given me. Right. Like, yes, I should be thankful, but I shouldn't, it shouldn't be about me all the time. Well, I have a question. Uh Oh, oh boy. So how many times have you really, really, really wanted something? Oh, geez. All the time. And Ice cream's my downfall. Well, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't going there, but how many times did you really, really, really want something and it didn't work out, but you stand back and didn't work out the way I wanted it. Well, exactly. It didn't work out the way that you wanted it, but how many times was it revealed to you that if it would have worked out the way you wanted it? it wouldn't turn out as well as anticipated. Yeah. You know what my analogy for that is? What's that? I thought about, I thought about this as you were saying this, you take an eight hour car drive. Yep. The first two hours you're stuck in traffic, but you make it home after eight hours. Right. What you remembered at the time was the traffic, right? You didn't think about in eight hours, we'll be home uh, or we made it safely. And the reason I say this, this was me. I'm sitting there. I'm like, geez, Louise, man. Right. This traffic is horrible. Here I am complaining spirit. You know, I'm not looking at the fact that I get this additional time with my wife. Right. But when we got home, you know, my, it was funny. My wife said, well, we made it. And I was like, yeah, no kidding. Like we're here. <laughs> right. And she's like, well, you didn't think that <laughs> six hours ago. Right. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like you're such a negative Ned, but you, but I'm saying that's how sometimes our Christianity <laughs> is we only see right now. Right. Like when we read the Bible and we look at things, we don't say, Hey, thank you God for my future. Yeah. Right. Like we're stuck here. We can only, this is, this is what our small capacity brains can do. All right. We're stuck in this or what happened in the past. Right. We don't. And I'm learning this more and more. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm learning this more and more when I pray to say, God, truly use me the way you want to use me, right. not the way I feel like it'll work out. Right. Because who cares how I think? Yeah. I'll ne- I, I may not even be a, a stamp on anything in, in 10 years or, or in a hundred years or a thousand years. Right. Uh, unless it takes, uh, unless it helps a soul have eternity in heaven. Right. Right. Like that's, that's the goal actually. And <clears throat> that's, um, one of my biggest, that is my biggest goal now. You know, I, I told you, uh, back in November of last year, <clears throat> October, November, I started really, you know, thinking, how could I, I, you know, do something for God or what, what how can God use me? And, uh, it just, it just worked out better than I could have imagined. Imagined. I mean, I mean, not everything was rosy or no, whatever. Right. But um, I'm sitting here having this podcast with you. But you know, it started out with me saying, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to give up my real estate license because I don't feel that is the place where I need to be." And then you know, I had the, the truck accident the last day of last year. Um, so that slowed me way down, slowed me right. even more down than I, you know, than I uh, just dropping my real estate license. <clears throat> but 
Um, you know, all those were based on my plans. I mean, my plan before that it was based on my plans, but right. now hindsight, I can see God's hand in it. I didn't plan on having the accident. I was avoid. I was trying to avoid the accident, but I had the accident. I had to have surgery and different things that have slowed me down to concentrate on well, it didn't slow me down to concentrate. It slowed me down. So I, I, I use the time now to concentrate more on this podcast and writing a book and, and doing things that I had a desire to do. It took things out of your way. Exactly. And I only bring that up because when I no longer wanted my hands on the wheel and like, Hey, let's do it this way. And, um, some doors were closed. I closed some doors, some doors were closed, but the plan is working out much better than I could have imagined. And you still don't know what it is. No, that's the thing. Like I don't, but I'm open. That's the thing. I'm available. Right. When you, when you start wondering and worrying and placing yourself at, yeah. you know, gosh, I wish I knew what was going on. Yeah. Well, then you're putting your, the focus right back on you. I know. And that actually, and it's very funny that you mentioned that because I'd worked for myself for 25 years. And, um, and I told you before, you know, I would wake up every day unemployed. Yeah. But it was cool. Yeah. I didn't know what the day was going to bring. Yeah. You know, I mean, so there were days that I had projects lined up or whatever, but there were other days I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do today, but it always worked out. <laughs> and now my whole life is that way. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, Yeah, me but either. it's cool because I've allowed, I, I can't say I allowed. Yeah. I, just, I took my hands off yeah. the, the wheel. I stopped trying to, to figure things out. You relinquish control. Exactly. You let go. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do. I told you this before. If my situation didn't happen, I don't know as if I would have left my job before. Right. You know what I mean? Like certain situations, I can look back on it now and say, Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Like that's what it took. But before I, I mean, and I've alluded to this in devotions and things we've written on the website and conversations we've had. I will tell you what I believe my key is for me is I couldn't do it on my own. Right. Like it just wasn't now. Now it's a, it's amazing as horrible. And I don't mean to laugh, but as bad as the situation really is. Right. It's amazing to me. God will bring you full circle. Right. You know, I went from having no desire to have a relationship with God, not submitting to his will whatsoever. Right. To submitting to his will, turning my life over to Christ and relinquishing all control. Right. And not the relinquishing part wasn't because I had to, it's because I wanted to. Right. Because of my relationship, I still held on to a lot of things. Well, that's, that's very true because in your life and my life as well, you know, the, the things that like me giving up my real estate license was my choice. I'm like, okay, well, I need to just, um, make myself available. The accident was not my choice. Um, the surgery was not my choice. I could have handled it one of two ways. Um, you know, I, I have a relationship with Jesus and I wanted to do something more for him. So that became my focus <clears throat> at the other end of the spectrum. You know, I could have been in the same situation 
and not had a relationship with Jesus. And I could have been frustrated, worried, um, wondering what I'm going to do, wondering how things are going to work out. Now I'm just like, you weren't worried, me. but you, and I'll tell you from the outsider looking at it, I could see it. And I didn't tell you this. I did tell you like you're aware of it, but I didn't tell you in the moment you weren't, you weren't submitting a hundred percent. You and I talked about this and you were like, yeah, no, like, but it's interesting, right? God rewarded your dedication to him by still doing the podcast and still submitting to him. Right. But it wasn't what he wanted. Right. He wanted you a hundred percent. Right. Exactly. And you were like, well, okay, no. I'll give you a little bit, but yeah. no, actually I wanted to, but you it wanted, so right. I, I know what to, you mean. Right. Because you know, and, and I'm sure there are many other, it's other people. <laughs> well, yeah, it's faith. Definitely. But there's also plenty of people out there. I'm sure that, um, don't want to let other people down. I mean, yeah. if they yeah. if they rely on you for something, you want to be there. You want to make sure you provide that. Or yeah. they you know, call whatever. you and you don't want to say no because yeah, you exactly. know they need the help and you can do it. Exactly. So, you know, the surgery nixed all that. The, <laughs> I was like, uh, the accident and now, the so. surgery. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. accident was kind of like, hey, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to get your attention here. Yeah. And then the surgery was like, do I have it now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that happens in every situation. I was able to kind of see, I didn't foresee it. I saw it as it unfolded. Right. It wasn't like I sat here and was like, okay, he's going to get his attention any minute. Now, if you try to anticipate what God's going to do, you will, <laughs> you will be surprised one way or the other. You'll get surprised by it because it's not how you think it is. <laughs> We can't tell. We're not. No. I mean, I, I don't like when people say, well, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> right. No, didn't. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like no, hindsight's 2020, but yeah. when you're in it, it's so hard to, but I love living that way. Um, and I love it even more now because I truly don't know what the future holds, but yeah. I know God's in control. I do know that. And I'm looking forward to, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I don't know where it's headed, but it's going to be exciting. I don't share as much joy as you all the time in that manner. And I'm not saying like you're the joy, most joyful guy I met. Cause you're not. Yeah. I know my wife says the same thing, <laughs> but I, I struggle still. Uh, I don't have, I, I like the submission part, but I haven't found the joy in that. Like, Right. Like I will, I will, I've said this, I've prayed to God and, and I truly do mean it with all my heart because I, I live this way. Like I have submitted myself to God. If you want to use me for a podcast, use me. If you want to use me to go knock on doors or stand on the corner, I don't care how it is. As long as what I do at the end of every day brings glory to God. I don't care what it is. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm super thrilled about how some things may turn out in my life, but I have to learn to find that. Right. Through what God does with me. And I think no matter what it is, that's the teaching moment. Yeah. God will put us in circumstances that we may not understand why, and we may not like it. Yeah. But if we put our faith and trust in him, that means that we're trusting God with our lives because we've given it to him. Absolutely. I can't give something to somebody and say, I trust you with this. Oh, wait a minute. Don't use it. Never mind. Let me have it back. (laughs) Right. Because it doesn't work like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's something I, I struggled with as well. I don't um, even think this touched on the topic we talked about. 
Yeah, it did. And well, we talked about that for like 10 seconds. But and we went no, on we to talked about it's been encouraging. So hopefully, okay. hopefully yeah, my, you're right. you're my right. failures and my um I thought this was like God, uniting the the body of Christ. Uniting the body of Christ. Well, <laughs> we don't we ever off. do what we say we're going to do. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, all good. Well, you know. If you tuned into this episode and thought you were getting that topic, you're wrong. <laughs> right. We hulu'd you. Right. Well, you know, it's kind of like um, sometimes you just go where you go. I agree. It's, it yeah. is, you know, it kind of uh, actually it's funny because of what I was going to mention was it. I did. It wasn't. <laughs> My accident, the last day of last year, um, when, I mean, I could see it unfolding. Like when people have accidents, you just slow motion, you can see it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, there was no fear. There was no, like, there was nothing negative within my feelings. I mean, I didn't have any negative feelings. No, you felt it the next day. Though. Yeah. 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 Physically. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying as far as my emotions, you were at peace with or, it emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. As I, as it was unfolding, even there was no, um, fear or anything. So I felt, you know, God with me throughout all that. And, um, I believe that I draw closer every day you know, because of that, um, because that could have been, that could have turned out horribly a lot worse than it actually did. Um, but prayer is a big I part of that. To, man. Yeah, absolutely. But I kept my focus on God. Yeah. You know, I wasn't worried about the truck or the whatever. Um, it definitely wasn't my intention to do it that day. It wasn't part of my plan. Right. Um, That'd be crazy. Yeah, absolutely. But um, it definitely got my attention. Yeah. It definitely made me available. And I am excited to see where it's going to go. Yeah. I think, uh, and what you, you, while you were talking, it kind of, if you'll grow your relationship, if you have somewhat of a relationship with God right now, uh, you're reading your Bible you pray. If you'll pray more, I find myself, I pray throughout the day a lot. Yeah. I just have conversations with God about what I'm going through. It stabilizes my faith and takes a lot, a, a lot of the worry away because I'm in that relationship. If I, if I were to go days without praying to God or having that conversation, yeah, reading the Bible helps a lot, but the, but the, actually the conversation through prayer that you have with God for me has really strengthened my relationship with him. Yeah. Just praying is giving me strength to do other things where normally, uh, it was easy for me not to not to pray or read the Bible before. And, you know, right. I just, we get to a point where I was like, uh, I would question things or get uh, too frustrated or in too much worry. And, and I don't, and I know that's not what God wants for us. Yeah. He wants us to draw close to him. Uh, prayer is one of the best ways you can do that. Absolutely. And another thing is too, um, it's hard to step on faith completely oh, man. and do everything that, you know, we, we should be doing, but I just want to encourage, um, everyone to 
step out on faith on something small. Just give something to God and yeah, that's don't, a good point. don't take it back. Give something to God, pray about it. Just keep praying about it. And, and I promise you when you truly give it to God, it will turn out better and the outcome will turn out better than you can ever imagine. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. That was really good. Uh, but I, I take off little things at a time just to, yeah, it, it's, the it's faith part jump. is hard, man. It is. It's hard to jump completely in. Um, but give something, start with one, one thing and, and build on that. You got to start somewhere. Um, and it's scary if you're going to jump off all the way, but you, if you start off small and yeah, you know, I never, the, the awesome thing about faith is you, uh, you step out a little bit and you find that you can trust God and you step out a little bit more and you find you can trust God. Well, more. God is always there. It's yeah. just us. <laughs> it's us putting our way. faith uh, in him. Yeah. Because he's always there. Yeah. It, it's not like, Hey, he's going to be around for a little while. And then we, you know, he's always there. I, if you put yourself at the front of it all the time, then you're the only one that's going to provide the results. You can't, there's no way to explain it any differently when you, you'll either be forced and I, and I don't mean forced, but God will provide the circumstances, yeah. uh, which forces you to respond in a way that will relinquish everything to him, uh, submitting to his will, or you'll do it openly either way. Uh, you know, in, in my case versus your case, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was negative, painful for a lot of people for myself, but I look at it differently now. Like, I don't look at it like that. I look at it as, you know, I put my faith in something much bigger than anybody can imagine. Yeah. Even when we can imagine it's even bigger than that. Right. Uh, it'll never be anything we can comprehend. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so, uh, well, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know where that old thing went. No, it's all good. It's all good. But I think we need to cut it off because yeah. we're just going to be um, yeah. droning on about nothing. So no, it's about faith. Well, geez, Alan, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Gonna come we'll have to do another episode where we're like, okay, yeah, well, Alan didn't mean to say, I know what you meant. Yeah. We so. can continue on about faith. The thing is be an encouragement to somebody, uh, you know, whoever, Find somebody that, I don't know, talk to somebody today. Be yeah. an encouragement. Absolutely. Cool. All phone right, guys. Number, phone Enjoy number. your day. Phone number. 352 214 5062. If I can help anyone, anyone just needs to talk, tell me how badly we've done, whatever you want to do. Um, it's all good. I'm here. You guys enjoy your day. I almost have your number memorized. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Almost. Yeah, I hope you do. All right. Bye. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.